Hi, I'm John Mahale. It's April 20th, and this is The Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are Joshua 21, Joshua 22, verses 1 through 20, Luke 20, verses 1 through 26, Psalms 89, verses 1 through 13, and Proverbs 13, verses 15 and 16. Joshua 21. Then the leaders of the tribe of Levi came to consult with Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders of the other tribes of Israel. They came to them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan and said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us towns to live in and pasture lands for our livestock. So by the command of the Lord, the people of Israel gave the Levites the following towns and pasture lands out of their own grants of land. The descendants of Aaron, who were members of the Kohlthite clan within the tribe of Levi, were allotted 13 towns that were originally assigned to the tribes of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin. The other families of the Kohlthite clan were allotted 10 towns from the tribes of Ephraim, Dan, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. The clan of Gershon was allotted 13 towns from the tribes of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The clan of Merari was allotted 12 towns in the tr- from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the Israelites obeyed the Lord's command to Moses and assigned these towns and pasture lands to the Levites by casting sacred lots. The Israelites gave the following towns from the tribe of Judah and Simeon to the descendants of Aaron, who were the members of the Kohlthite clan within the tribe of Levi, since the sacred lot fell to them first. Kirith Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah, along with its surrounding pasture lands, Arba was an ancestor of Anak. But the open fields beyond the town and the surrounding villages were given to Caleb, son of Japuna, as his possession. The following towns with their pasture lands were given to the descendants of Aaron the priest, Hebron, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone, Libna, Jatia, Eshtemoa, Holon, Debir, Ain, Jutah, and Beth Shemesh, nine towns from these two tribes. From the tribe of Benjamin, the priests were given the following towns with their pasture lands, Gibeon, Geba, Anathoth, and Almon, four towns. So in all, 13 towns with their pasture lands were given to the priests, the descendants of Aaron. The rest of the Kohlthite clan from the tribe of Levi was allotted the following towns and pasture lands from the tribe of Ephraim. Shashem in the hill country of Ephraim, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone. Giza, Kibzaim, and Beth Haron, four towns. The following towns and pasture lands were allotted to the priests from the tribe of Dan, Etleke, Gibbethon, Aijalon, and Gathrimon, four towns. The half-tribe of Manasseh allotted the following towns with their pasture lands to the priests, Tanakh and Gathrimon, two towns. So in all, ten towns with their pasture lands were given to the rest of the Kohlthite clan. The descendants of Gershon, another clan within the tribe of Levi, received the following towns with their pasture lands from the half-tribe of Manasseh. Golan in Bashan, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone, and Be-Esherath, two towns. From the tribe of Issachar, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Kishion, Dabarath, Jarmuth, and Enganim four towns. From the tribe of Asher, they received the following towns with their pasture lands, Mishal, Abdon, Halkath, and Rehob, four towns. 
From the tribe of Naphtali, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Kadesh in Galilee, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone. Hamothdor and Kartan, three towns. So in all, 13 towns with their pasture lands were allotted to the clan of Gershon. The rest of the Levites, the Merari clan, were given the following towns with their pasture lands from the tribe of Zebulun. Joknaim, Karta, Dimna, and Nahalal, four towns. From the tribe of Reuben, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Bezer, Jahaz, Kedemoth, and Mephath, four towns. From the tribe of Gad, they received the following towns with their pasture lands. Ramoth and Gilead, a city of refuge for those who accidentally killed someone. Menahaim, Heshbon, and Jazer, four towns. So in all, 12 towns were allotted to the clan of Merari. The total number of towns and pasture lands within Israelite territory given to the Levites came to 48. Every one of these towns had pasture lands surrounding it. So the Lord gave to Israel all the lands he had sworn to give their ancestors, and they took possession of it and settled there. And the Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had solemnly promised their ancestors. None of their enemies could stand against them, for the Lord helped them conquer their enemies. Not a single one of all of the good promises the Lord had given the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. Joshua 22, verse 1 to 20. Then Joshua called together the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. He told them, You have done as Moses, the servant of the Lord, has commanded you, and you have obeyed every order I have given you. During all this time you have not deserted the other tribes. You have been careful to obey the commands of the Lord, your God, right up to the present day. And now the Lord your God has given you the other tribes' rest, as he promised them. So go back home to the land of Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you as your possession on the east side of the Jordan River. But be very careful to obey all the commands and the instructions that Moses gave you. Love the Lord your God, walk in all his ways, obey his commands, hold firmly to him, and serve him with all your heart and all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went home. Moses had given the land of Bashan, east of the Jordan River, to the half-tribe of Manasseh. The other half of the tribe was given the land the west of the Jordan. As Joshua sent them away and blessed them, he said to them, Go back to your homes with the great wealth you have taken from your enemies, the vast herds of livestock, the silver, gold, bronze, and iron, and the large supply of clothing. Share the plunder with your relatives. So the men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh left the rest of Israel at Shiloh in the land of Canaan. They started the journey back to their own land of Gilead, the territory that belonged to them according to the Lord's command through Moses. But while they were still in Canaan, and when they came to a place called Gelioth, near the Jordan River, the men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh stopped to build a large and imposing altar. The rest of Israel heard that the people of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh had built an altar at Gililoth at the edge of the land of Canaan, on the west side of the Jordan River. So the whole community of Israel gathered at Shiloh and prepared to go to war against them. First, however, they sent a delegation led by Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the priest, to talk with the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. In this delegation were ten leaders of Israel, one from each of the ten tribes, and each the head of his family within the clans of Israel. 
When they arrived in the land of Gilead, they said to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, The whole community of the Lord demands to know why you are betraying the God of Israel. How could you turn away from the Lord and build an altar for yourselves in rebellion against him? Was our sin at Peor not enough? To this day we are not fully cleansed of it, even after the plague that struck the entire community of the Lord. And yet today you are turning away from following the Lord. If you rebel against the Lord today, he will be angry with all of us tomorrow. If you need an altar because the land you possess is defiled, then join us in the Lord's land, where the tabernacle of the Lord is situated, and share our land with us. But do not rebel against the Lord or against us by building an altar other than one true altar of the Lord our God. Didn't divine anger fall on the entire community of Israel when Achan, a member of the clan of Zerah, sinned by stealing the things set apart for the Lord? He was not the only one who died because of his sin. Luke chapter 20, verses 1 through 26. One day Jesus was teaching the people and preaching the good news in the temple. The leading priests, the teachers of the religious law, and the elders came up to him. They demanded, By what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? Let me ask you a question first, he replied. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven, or was it merely human? They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't we believe John? But if we say it was merely human, the people will stone us because they are convinced John was a prophet. So they finally replied that they didn't know. And Jesus responded, Then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Now Jesus turned to the people again and told them this story. A man planted a vineyard, leased it to, a, to tenant farmers, and moved to another country to live for several years. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers attacked the servant, beat him up, and sent him back in empty-handed. So the owner sent another servant, but they also insulted him beat him up, and sent him away empty-handed. A third man was sent, and they wounded him and chased him away. What will I do? the owner asked himself. I know, I'll send my cherished son. Surely they will respect him. But when the tenant farmers saw his son, they said to each other, Here comes the heir to this estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do to them? Jesus asked. I'll tell you, he will come and kill those farmers and lease the vineyard to others. How terrible that such a thing should ever happen, his listeners protested. Jesus looked at them and said, then what does this scripture mean? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Everyone who stumbles over that stone will be broken to pieces and it will crush anyone it falls on. The teachers of religious law and the leading priests wanted to arrest Jesus immediately because they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers, but they were afraid of the people's reaction. Watching for the opportunity, the leaders sent spies pretending to be honest men. They tried to get Jesus to say something they, that could be reported to the Roman governor so he would arrest Jesus. Teacher, they said, we know that you speak and teach what is right and are not influenced by what others think. You teach the way of God truthfully. Now tell us, is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their trickery and said, Show me a Roman coin. Whose picture and title is stamped on it? 
Caesar's, they replied. Well then, he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. So they failed to trap him by what he said in front of the people. Instead, they were amazed by his answer, and they became silent. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 13. I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever. Young and old will hear of your faithfulness. Your unfailing love will last forever. Your faithfulness is as enduring as the heavens. The Lord said, I have made a covenant with David, my chosen servant. I have sworn this oath to him. I will establish your descendants as kings forever. They will sit on your throne from now until eternity. All heaven will praise your great wonders, Lord. Myriad of angels will praise you for your faithfulness. For who in all of heaven can compare to the Lord? What mightiest angel is anything like the Lord? The highest angelic powers stand in awe of God. He is far more awesome than all who surround his throne. O Lord, God of heaven's armies, where is there anyone as mighty as you, O Lord? You are entirely faithful. You rule the oceans, you subdue their storm-tossed waves, you crushed the great sea monster, you scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, and the earth is yours. Everything in the world is yours. You created it all. You created north and south, Mount Tabor and Mount Hermon. Praise your name. Powerful is your arm, strong is your hand. Your right hand is lifted high in glorious strength. Proverbs 13, 15, and 16. A person with good sense is respected. A treacherous person is headed for destruction. Wise people think before they act. Fools don't, and even brag about their foolishness.